At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa the Sports Betting Network. Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sleek, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's Gil Alexander. Jeffrey Parlay is here as well. Producer number five, producer number eight. The Grover Cleveland of, producer, of producers. He hates that, by the way. Uh, P. Futak coming up, talk college football with us. Matt Cox from Three Man Weave. Do you hate Grover Cleveland producers, Jeff? Where do you stand on that? I don't. I don't like that. You don't like I, no, that? No. Wait, 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 hold on. I just. I miss. I misspoke. You don't mind. that? I don't mind that. Oh, you just I like would producer prefer, five prefer over number eight. five over eight. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I don't mind Greg. Hey, if you if you win if you win the White House twice in two different terms, especially in that era, mm-hmm. it's impressive. Especially in that era, he gets a he gets schedule adjusted uh, <laughs> assessment on that. 22 and 24, Grover Cleveland. Um, okay, so I always, on Tuesday, I'm like, okay, what didn't we cover on guessing lines yesterday? Because guessing lines, I pride myself on, would just be completely thorough, right? Every little detail imaginable, taking furious notes on Sunday. Oh, these fourth down situations, here's a dumb one, here's a smart one kind of thing. Um, obviously, all the different horrible coaching moves and stuff. What did I miss? What didn't we make enough of? Here's, what, here's one we didn't make enough of. Can we show this still shot of Deshaun Jackson on Sunday night? Can we do that yet? We don't have that yet? Oh, Jeff says, hold on one second. <laughs> this is, so I brought this up yesterday when talking about the Chiefs and the Raiders. You know, w- w- the biggest theme of this past week in the NFL is not the continuation of the survivor carnage, although that certainly is one of them. It is the fact that you had more games than I can ever remember where one team couldn't get the other team off of field. And if you look at the time of possession stats this week, 
it is unbelievable. And sometimes time of possession can be misleading, but this week it was all because teams just couldn't get the other ones off the field. Tampa Bay couldn't get Washington off the field. The Rams couldn't get San Francisco off the field yesterday. The Raiders couldn't get the Chiefs off the field on uh, on Sunday night. It was just amazing. Those are just examples off the top of the dome. But I did mention this about the Raiders-Chiefs game, that the Deshaun Jackson touchdown that wasn't, what in the world was that? 27 to, excuse me, 24 to 14. The Raiders are about to make it a three-point game again. You have yourself a ball game. And, and Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson, pardon me, does I say Deshaun, Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Jackson has nothing but prairie, nothing but a field in front of him to score the touchdown, and somehow he gets the ball poked out, and the game's over pretty much at that point. Honey Badger recovers, and that's the end of that. Uh, do we have the Deshaun Jackson still shot? Do we have that yet? No, we don't have that yet. I just wanted. No, I guess not. Okay. It, it does. It doesn't look. Uh, okay. It doesn't. It we doesn't. It doesn't look up to snuff. Anyway, it's just ridiculous when you look at the still, still shot. You're like, how did he not score on this? Anyway, that that fell flat. Sorry, I was looking for the photo. Oh, we do have it now. All right, here we go. We'll tr- we'll try. This is by the way, the buildup for this is not worth the picture in the end. So anyway, we'll throw that up. There it is. Put it on it. He didn't score on that. That's him with the ball, a full four yards ahead of Fenton, who's about to catch him and poke the ball out. That's Honey Badger, Teron Matthew on the ground, who ultimately recovers the fumble. Do we still do? What is your best explanation for what happened here, Jeff? Seriously, there is none. The only thing I can possibly think of is that he just lost his bearings. <sighs> That's the only possible explanation that isn't. Just I isn't it inexplicable. The other thing that that bothers me on Sundays is when announcers don't give you the proper amount of outrage. So we talked about on guessing lines yesterday how Tennessee and I and I was betting on Tennessee, but but the ridiculous roughing the passer on Ryan Tannehill at the end of the second quarter, towards the end of the second quarter, which ended up resulting in a Tennessee thirteen to six lead at the half, as opposed to it being six six and the Saints having picked off the ball, negated an interception, the ridiculous phantom roughing the passer. So we talked about stuff like that. But the Green Bay-Seattle game, and I know Seattle was off and Russell Wilson looked rusty and all that, but the Kevin King interception, interception in quotes in the end zone, Jeff, how did that withstand replay? We failed to mention this yesterday on Guessing Lines. In what universe of football was that an interception? And Tony Apparently Romo, this one. And Tony Romo and Jim Nance went into commercial pretty confused because Nance said, oh, no, it's it's not. It's incomplete. Wait, he dropped the ball. And Nance is, and Romo's like, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. No, no, no. What, was it reversed? Was it your saying? Yeah, Ro- Romo, Romo, you, you Romo was the one who – Romo was like, oh, is that incomplete? Well, no, they Romo was questioning it because Nance said something, right? Romo thought it was a it was a interception. And then Nance said, no, it's an incomplete pass because the ball's on the ground. And then Romo said, wait, I only thought that because you said it. Kind of, anyway, when they came back, <laughs> Barles is like, I have no idea. Am I, am I confused or is it confused? Oh, I think, we're, I, I think that whole That's situation exa- was confusing. And, that you're right. Yeah, yes, the, the you po- are right. The point is, at the end of that, it goes through a whole replay and they still give the ball to King. How in the world? Like, and so anyway, they were like, oh, well, uh, interception. And they just acted like it was okay. Anyway, that's just to add another layer of why the NFL upsets people so much or frustrates them. It's because, like, wait, we were led to believe this is one thing and not the other. There was also a fumble recovery by Rodgers in that game. How was that a fumble recovery? Like, dude dude on the Seahawks was on it, but, like, Rodgers had his arm 
underneath underneath him. Like, yeah, it's a recovery for Rodgers. Anyway, I'm not saying the Seahawks would have won, but I don't know. You never know. Uh, so week 11 then. You and Wes Reynolds with your Stealth Alliance, the Weekend Warrior submission at Circa Millions 3. What do you like? What will you be suggesting to Wes that you will play this week? This is uh, another card where not much stands out, where the where my first thought is, oh, the Falcons are too big of an underdog is always a bad sign. <laughs> that is always a bad sign. Where There's going to be a chance to go against the Patriots at some point. I don't know if it's this week on the short week traveling on the road, but after watching the Falcons against a good Dallas team look like they've never played football before, I don't I don't really want that either, even though I think if that gets to seven in the contest, it'll at least be worth a look. The other one that we discussed that you brought up yesterday in the line, your line was off from what Chris opened, is the Raiders in the bang the Ra- Raiders Bengals game is a pick. Mm-hmm. If I had more faith that the Raiders season wouldn't isn't just gonna just topple over and collapse, that seems like a good play with the Bengals off the bye spiraling going into the bye. Teams have been horrible off the bye anyway uh, with uh, only five covers out of 16 tries this year now. Uh, But, again, the concern there is the Raiders' season might spiral completely out of control after that horrible performance on Sunday night. Let's go back to your first one, the Falcons and the Patriots. And Christy did say that yesterday on Guessing Lines, that if it got to seven, he would want to play the Falcons too. This is the Thursday night game. This game is this Thursday night, first of the Week 11 games. Patriots six-and-a-half-point favorites right now, consensus. Have we gone too far on the Patriots? Like, has this pendulum swung too much on them? In other words, we, we say it about the Bills. They've beaten nobody, right? The Patriots have had a favorable schedule in terms of who they've beaten, right? Um, it's not like they're beating Murderer's Row. And Cleveland, you know, is, is diminished. Baker Mayfield looks like he's still suffering from the— uh, from the non-throwing shoulder injury. They don't have their starting running backs in. That hasn't seemed to bother him, by the way, to Ernest Johnson. To Ernest Johnson has been just fine, that box where he filled it up this week. But I'm just saying, has the pendulum swung too much on the Patriots? In other words, I let the hate wash over me last week when I said, I think the Titans are going to win the Super Bowl. Because they've gotten through the tough part of their schedule. They've beaten all the big teams that they've played. They've got an easy schedule moving forward, and people seem to keep suggesting that there's no Derrick Henry ever. In fact, the Derrick Henry injury recovery schedule means that he will be comfortably back for the postseason based on the projections. So to me, the t- I'm betting the Titans. Going to make it today. Going to bet the Titans to win it all. And, and people can scoff at me all they want. But after week after week after seeing teams, we don't have to go week after week, just these last two weeks. The Bills laying an egg against the Jags. The Cowboys laying one against the Broncos. The Rams last night against the Niners. The Bucks against Washington. On and on and on. Baltimore against Miami. Really? Why, why are the Titans a more outlandish pick than any of those teams? Based on the number? 11-1 to 1 at BetMGM? Give me that. Everybody's laid at least one egg in the NFL, including the Titans, by the way. Everybody's laid at least one egg in the NFL this year. But are the Patriots in that same, like, are we getting to the point where the Patriots should be a six-and-a-half-point road favorite against anyone? Yes? You think so? Some teams, yes. I'm not sure if Atlanta's the right team, though, to be six-and-a-half on the road on a short week, no less. 
Look, if it gets to seven, I'm probably going to bet it myself. I don't know if we'll end up in a contest because we don't like putting Thursday games in. Yeah, I mean, I, I have the ultimate respect for Belichick. I'm not saying that the Patriots aren't good. I guess what I'm getting at is if your quarterback play is as mediocre as it is, and that's nothing, again, that's not taking away from Mac Jones, right? Mac Jones is just fine as a rookie, probably the— and by the way, the, uh, the the co-favorite now for Rookie of the Year with Jamar Chase, and I think Mac Jones ultimately wins it. But it's not like he has had to do a lot. He completed, again, less than 20 passes, less than, than 20 forward passes this past week in victory. There are the Offensive Rookie of the Year numbers. Jamar Chase, pardon me, at BetMGM, plus 110. Mac Jones, plus 120. Jones and Chase, co-favorites at DraftKings. Defensive Rookie of the Year, Micah Parsons at minus 160. It's his. Forget it. It's over. Comeback Player of the Year, not Comeback Rookie of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year, Dak, not even close, minus 450. I think that's appropriate. And again, I always say, what's Joe Burrow coming back from? Five games? I don't. I, there, there's got to be a, a bigger story arc for Comeback Player of the, of the Year. And then Defensive Player of the Year is the one that's the most competitive, Miles Garrett, plus 275, Trayvon Diggs, eight picks in nine games. Three to one. TJ Watt also in the mix there. Who are you betting for rookie of the year? Mac Jones? Gotta be Mac at this point. I mean, gotta yes. be. 100% yes. Because Jamar Chase can he if he if his production falls off at all, he will fall big time in that market. Whereas Mac Jones, as long as the Patriots are winning, he's gonna get propped up. Najee also in that, by the way, at 12 to 1. Um, we'll come back. We'll talk college football. Pete Futak got a whole bunch of questions for him, including where his best bets are this week. Some good games, sneaky good ones. A numbers game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, yeah, because you got to think, he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on top of that. that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. (laughs) I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. We have a new prop tracker now available on VSIN.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Just head to VSIN.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. It's the Prop Tracker, that along with betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game, all available at vsin.com slash NFL. That's vsin.com slash NFL. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, he's a man I thought about this weekend during that Florida game. From College Football News, it's Peter Futak. How you doing, Pete? So what was it about the Florida game? Was it the 70 points or the 56 or the all, everything in between, the craziness? What was it about that game? It was the, is Pete Futak going to come on the show Tuesday and still defend Dan Mullen thought. Yeah. Okay. Here's my thing about Dan Mullen and it's, it's a coaching thing in general. And it's right now with all these crazy coaching uh, firings and discussions and carousel talk is that everyone kind of likes the grass is greener thing. And they kind of forget there's a, if you're a college head coach, it's not like the NFL where you can have a, a rough three games and bounce back. You can't have a bad few games, especially if you're a Dan Mullen and the grass is always greener. And it's my Hugh Freeze thing. Everybody in the South wants Hugh Freeze. And everyone in the South, for example, forgets that Hugh Freeze had like a good season at Ole Miss. And that's kind of it. But like Dan Mullen's been all right. He's taken this program back. Now he can't coach with one bad year. It's not defending him other than the, okay, if you don't like Dan Mullen, who's your option who's going to come in and instantly make Florida better than what it was, say, last year. So I'm forgiving these guys a little bit of a timeline, but you're right. Florida's not playing great, but let's see what they do against Missouri this weekend because that's going to be one of the big keys because if they don't beat Mizzou, then there's a big problem. And there is my answer, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. That's what I was I was anticipating. So I, I guess the thing where I come from, Pete, just not to uh, belabor it, but it's, I, I always use FSU, right, as the sort of the sort of fall from grace program, right? FSU, for those of us of a certain age, was at the top of college football. And now they are a mere afterthought. And I think these SEC schools, 
operate with that as an example, whether it's Florida, whether it's LSU, right, with Orgeron, where they're like, we cannot be FSU. Get somebody in here to turn this around quick. And I definitely think that that's the, that, that's the mindset. And I, when you think about it, it's kind of justified, and that's just the gig, right? If you want to chirp about it. I'd actually take it the other way. I actually think – I don't think the fan bases are like, oh, my gosh, we can't, like, go, we can't falter. It's like we need to win national championships because, like you said, think about it. For people of a certain age, uh, you've got an alumni base where Tennessee has won a national championship in at least our lifetimes. Uh, LSU is used to winning national championships. Auburn won a national title. Obviously, Alabama – Obviously, Florida, you know, Georgia's been in the mix for national championships. So you've got all these SEC fan bases that are expecting national championship level teams. And not everyone can win a national title in the SEC and everyone gets grouchy. That's why you cannot lose one game. And we've talked about this before. What's the better gig, LSU or USC? They're both crazy, both crazy fan bases. USC is the better gig because you can't go 10 and 2 ever at LSU. Uh, in a week, I'm just going to ask you one last question about last week before we get to your picks this week. But in a, in a week last week where, from a betting standpoint, uh, it was just like there's some games where there was a bad beat. Obviously, the Boise State-Wyoming game, late, Oof. meaningless touchdown uh, for uh, the Cowboys. Uh, and yeah. then the, the Washington-Arizona State game, if you were involved in that, you were ready to throw uh, <laughs> furniture through the TV. And then you kind of weren't in the end if you were backing uh, UW. Uh, then there was a 62-yarder for Texas Tech to win a game. I mean, college football is certainly uh, filled with drama. But what was worse? I asked this of Parles earlier. What was worse? The Florida come from behind against FCS Sanford, giving up 42 in the first half? Or was it Texas losing outright as north of a 30-point favorite against a Kansas team that historically never comes through in that situation? Oh, by 100,000 miles, it's you don't lose to Kansas. I mean, that's... I mean, think about I mean, remember where we were like like about midway through the second quarter in Oklahoma in the Oklahoma game where Texas was, you know, they had their one loss, but they were rolling. All of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, all right, here we go. This offense looks amazing. Texas is about to take over. We can see the future under Steve Sarkeesian. And that one fourth down Caleb uh, Williams run on. And they have been a disaster. They've fallen off the map. And I'll think about it. Remember last year, the NCAA tournament was like, oh, my gosh, Duke and Kentucky aren't in this. This is crazy. We might have a bowl season without Texas, without Florida, without LSU. There's a whole lot of big-name teams that forget about national championships might not get bowling this year. And Texas needs to rise up really fast. But it, it was a weird week. But the thing about, to your point, this time of year especially, the – the easy money and the better bets are made in the, in the non-conference season. Cause you have the bigger spreads, bigger disparity, easier way to figure those things out. Once you get to the conference play, especially like November, now it's NFL. Now it's a little bit of every given Saturday sort of thing where everything kind of evens out a little bit. All right, let me throw, uh, we'll go to this coming week. Let me throw two games together in one and you give me the answer. So Ohio state, a 20 point favorite against Michigan state, who by the way is the seventh ranked team in the country. Uh, Alabama, a 20-point favorite against Arkansas, which has had itself a a gauntlet of a schedule this year, but has really been feisty at times. Uh, I like Arkansas' season. Give me the better shot at an outright upset or to cover in either of these. Arkansas. I I will take it. What's going to be weird about Ohio State is they still haven't quite played great defensively. I mean, they've been good enough against all these bad teams, and they're blowing everyone out, and they're basically doing what we want Cincinnati to be doing. 
but their defense can still be moved on by a decent offense. Kenneth Walker might go off and Michigan state could still lose big. Cause that offense is just so good. And the thing about the Michigan state defense that I don't really like is they did get bombed on by Michigan. They did get bombed on by Purdue. And I think CJ Stroud's going to have a monster game. And so I like Ohio state to kind of pull away late in that, but I, you're right. Arkansas is kind of funky. And if Alabama shows up like it did against LSU, like it did against Florida, Arkansas has just got one of those types of teams that can make you play its way. It's fundamentally sound. It's not going to screw up. It's not going to commit a ton of weird penalties, although they did that against Georgia. Uh, so to answer your question in a long-winded way, I kind of like Arkansas outright, but still not quite sure I'm ready to go there and just say, yeah, I you take Arkansas on this because Alabama is still pretty good. What about in the Pac-12, this week's game of the week in terms of disconnect between you know, the college football playoff rankings and the betting market. Oregon, fourth-ranked team in the country, three-point dogs at Utah. Um, I'm with it. This stuff might sort itself out in the end, this whole rankings thing. You like Utah? Yeah. Yeah, I do. This has been, I, I, I'm trying to not to do the fitting narrative thing, but this has been the, the spot all along. You can kind of see this is where Utah rises up and comes up with their big performance. I do think, like, unlike the uh, Big 12, for example, where I think – Oklahoma State can beat Oklahoma twice. Oregon's not beating Utah twice. They're, I think this is the way. This is the one that they lose, and they get it back and win the Pac-12 championship. If you look over, I think it's since 2014, I could want to say, there's always been a, a November game on the road that Oregon just doesn't have it. And this team has been very good. They played great against Wazoo last week, uh, but this Utah team, after a little bit of a letdown and a win over Arizona, I think they rise up and rock. This is all along been the, this is where Utah blo- uh, Oregon blows it. I'm going with Utah and give me the points. This give is away a, the points. There's some really interesting games in college football this weekend, not the least of which would be Cincinnati and SMU. Now, when we were looking at Cincinnati's schedule earlier this year, we kind of, <clears throat> pardon me, circled the SMU game. Now it doesn't feel that way quite as much, but SMU still can score points. Cincinnati has looked, let's face it, kind of dreadful in some of their wins, you know, and even though they are undefeated, it's been shaky. Uh, SMU, chances of an outright upset here? Sure, absolutely. And you know what? It's going to be interesting for Cincinnati because now they actually do play some decent teams. SMU is pretty good, obviously. East Carolina is playing okay, and that's a quirky enough road game where that could be dangerous. And what I think the team that we are all sleeping on is Houston. They lost the opener to Texas Tech to start the season, and they've been rock-solid sound under Dana Holgerson since. But in your your thing, like, yeah, these rankings and things always kind of work themselves out. I think over one of these last three games, I think the Cincinnati thing finally comes to an end. Ooh. <clears throat> and could it? And you're and you're saying even if not this week, it could happen. After could happen, yeah. or else they rise up. You know, like I, I get maybe they've just kind of been eh. But the problem is you can't be eh against bad teams that don't uh, that don't have winning records. So what we're looking for is if you're not going to play a power five schedule and you're going to have one good win. Look, the fun stat on this is Notre Dame is the only team Cincinnati has played with a power five win, and that includes Indiana. There's it's not their fault that their schedule isn't great. It is their fault that they're not taking the schedule and rolling like 58 to two every game. So they got to look better. And I'm not discounting the fact that they could rise up and rock through these last three games. But after the last month, they just don't look like that's that type of team. All right. Short answer. We've got to run here. But of all the uh, non marquee games, your favorite bet out there would be. 
Well, let's go tonight. Let's go with the underdogs with two of the big uh, MAC teams. I like Eastern Michigan at home outright. I like Ohio outright. Uh, and I'm, I'm tempting the gods here because I always get Tuesday night Mac games wrong and I nailed it the last couple yes, weeks. So did. let's keep the, Let's keep this rolling. I'm taking out these two outright. You are a matching expert, Peter Futak. Don't let anybody take that away here. from you. Yeah, I take something else away from you. Have a good one, Mr. Gill. You too. Pete Futak at Pete Futak. F-I-U-T-A-K. I owe him a text as always with picks. We'll come back. College hoops with a three-man weave crew. Matty Cox next. Numbers game. Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Black Friday offer is here right now when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special. You'll also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Look at that. Look at that. Cash and tickets is what it's all about. T shirt. What is that? A neon green? What are we calling that? Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, rather, insights and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. It is a limited time offer, however, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift for that sports better in your life at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Jeffrey, how many uh, items do you own from the VEASAN store, would you say? If I put the uh, over-under at five and a half, over-under? Just under. <laughs> okay. Just under. Probably should have gone lower to make that sound better, but okay. No, it's, it's, it's an even five, Gil. Even five. I think that's where I am, too. Um... By the way, we haven't given. Oh, never, we'll get that. Christmas is coming up. I shouldn't say that out loud. Um, the we get tweets at beating the book. Always appreciate the feedback. Paul Iluzzi, Debo Samuel won thirty to one to win Offensive Player of the Year at DraftKings. He isn't that far behind Cup. I will say this. I don't know if I would bet that, but Debo Samuel out of the backfield last night was something to behold. And I'll say it again, the Niners appear to have Trey Sermon further and further down their death chart because now it's not only Elijah Mitchell, but they're like, we, we like Debo better out of the backfield than you. Debo is killing it, both through the air and on the ground last night. B. Miller, any coach of the year thoughts? Found Vrabel last week, plus 800, down to 400 now. Yeah, I don't know that I bet it at 400, at 4-1, uh, to one, but I do think he's the uh, leader in the clubhouse for sure. And if they win games without Derrick Henry, that will only, uh, that will only get better for... Vrabel ticket holders, but there is always Belichick, the looming specter of Belichick, because as long as the Patriots make themselves a uh, playoff team, there is going to be some sentiment for the great Bill Belichick as well, Vrabel's mentor. But I do like Vrabel. I think he's appropriately priced right now. Uh, Let's talk some college football. Let's bring him in from Three Man Weave, part of the Three Man Weave group, not just part of the Three Man Weave group, but it should be pointed out that he's the part that says he's going to break off and do his own thing. He's on record as saying that. It's Matt Cox, everybody. How you doing, Matty? Gil, I'm good. A little bit humbled by uh, beating my chest last week with that intro. And then, of course, swinging and missing twice on my uh, picks tonight. So certainly a, a friendly reminder to humble myself and to remind myself that I am a member of a team and uh, I'm no greater than any of my two favorite colleagues. So Wow. Look at that. The humility. Yeah. Complete 180. Complete yeah. 180. I know. Yeah, I know. Just part of the three-man wave crew now, man. Just, just okay. one of the guys. Humbled. Just one of the guys. What, what name you on re- front, more important than name on back. That's where I'm at now. <laughs> What do you read into uh, Illinois losing to Marquette last night? Not a ton. Uh, I had Marquette, pretty big position there. I thought the spread was just way too high. It's almost like people forgot that Kofi Coburn, the college version of Shaq, was not playing in that game. And they they seem like everyone expects it. The Illinois fans will tell you that they think Curbelo is the second coming of Ayo DeSumo, but he still has the same turnover woes. Shaq is smart, vintage 
mucked the game up, made it ugly, turned it into a crawl. It just it was an ugly game to watch. No one enjoyed tuning into that. But I don't make a lot of it. I think Illinois is a little bit overvalued right now in the market. We'll see what when they look like when they get Kofi back. And Marquette will be classic Shaka coach team. Great as a dog, bad as a favorite. It's not a team you want to play when you're laying points, but it's a team you want to back if you're getting points. Uh, I don't know if you heard the news this morning. I'm assuming you did. Two Duke basketball yeah. players. This for the uh, per the Charlotte News Observer. Uh, two players from Duke face charges in Orange County following a driving while impaired arrest early Sunday morning. According to the court records, uh, Michael Savarino, who is Coach K's grandson, arrested for DWI, while star freshman Paolo Bonchero charged with aiding and abetting DWI. Um, you're a handicapper. You're not a guy who uh, comments on things that happen off the court. But from a handicapping standpoint, you're a numbers guy primarily. What do you do with something like this? Just even, even if you know, even if in the case of, in the case of uh, Bonchero, if if he doesn't miss games, even if he does, like first game back, how do you handle something like that? Does it take you off a game that you otherwise might play if the numbers suggest you should play it? I think it depends on the context. Uh, so just for example, this game tonight, Duke plays Gardner Webb. I believe it's been bet down to nineteen. They opened at twenty-one and a half, so people picked up on it. Uh, wisely tried to hop in there on the run in Bulldogs, get some closing line value. I personally don't put a lot of stock in major injuries for matchups where it's teams in two different weight classes. Um, if Duke was playing North Carolina or Louisville or Virginia, then yes, I think that there's more of an adjustment to be made for player absence. But when you have like a top of the line team versus, you know, Gardner Webb's a good mid major and they've been an awesome underdog under Tim Kraft, but Duke's talent level is still seismically better and so I don't actually make a big adjustment uh, in this particular game. Now, when he comes back, those are always games I like to stay away from. Um, I just I like to see how teams reintegrate guys who have missed a game or two or three, whether it be from injury or suspension. Uh, they're, they're used, there seems to be sometimes more harm than good that comes of those situations. There's a little bit like a shock to the system. So I always like to sit on the sidelines. Um, and so when they get Bancaro back, I will be watching, tuning in. Uh, but we'll have no action probably on Duke until I see what this team looks like when they get him back in the fold. So I ask, I was wondering uh, wondering how you treated that. Um, let me just ask you, really early, obviously, in college basketball, you don't want to overreact too much. You have your priors. You, Jim, and Kai obviously do your thing in the offseason extensively. What has, even in the short term, what are you already in your brain are like, hmm, maybe, and maybe it's a new pl- new face and new place kind of thing that you – you know, couldn't could never have anticipated. You know, you had to watch the games play out. So I'm not even knocking your priors. It's just sort of like, okay, well, this person is is actually a bigger deal than I thought. What what's the team that has sort of been the most different from your priors at this point? Team, man, there's been a ton. Uh, I was going to talk about more of a macro prior that was okay. really been this sort of jarred me. Uh, so I'll start there, I guess. Just the fact that underdogs have been so strong to start the year. Usually, first week of the season favorites have an edge they're coming out of the gate they are you know they're they're pent up enthusiasm all off season they're ready to go and you're getting all in favorites to start the season now as the, as the year goes on you start to see dogs improve in terms of relative value but out of the gate this season we've seen these dogs be extremely strong i believe they're hitting at a 55% clip right now um and then correlated with that you're seeing unders also come in pretty strong hitting at about 54 55% so anytime you have a favor, favorable under environment you have a pretty good dog environment and vice versa so it's kind of a chicken or egg type of dynamic so big picture we've had trouble i think adjusting to that 
Um, you know, teams that we usually stay away from 20, 25 point spreads. We're now looking maybe to attack. I'd say a team that generally from a more, you know, specific individual perspective, um, you know, it seemed like, like Alabama, um, a team that loses a, a few key pieces. Um, Nate Oates continues to just turn over that engine there. They're a well-oiled machine. Um, it's just another reminder that you have to trust coaches that are really surging. And when they have the momentum rolling, when they have a very clearly defined system, they can integrate new pieces, I think, more seamlessly into that system, especially with the more normal offseason we had this summer. So Alabama's, I think, a microcosm of a few teams that are probably um, undersold. I still, I thought they were good, but I think they're really, really good after what I've seen. Matt, let's go back to your answer because you're from before because your answer was totally better than my question. So unders and underdogs, what is your theory on that? Is it an aberration or is there something behind that? Yeah, I go, I go both ways on this. Um, my devil's advocate had would tell me look back at 2020, the first year they implemented the three point line extension. I believe we I came on your show and talked with uh, Todd Wishnup about how he would just auto bet unders those first two weeks, and they were they were money. And you know teams were sort of not used to the longer three point line. Guys who used to shoot threes were shooting them and weren't making them. But then quickly after overs went on a torrent run, and I think it was a function of both the the market adjusting downward on those totals. And the teams themselves, the, the players themselves, you know, getting acclimated with the new environment. So, yes, I don't want to overreact to what we've seen from this underdog thing. I, so I partially believe it could be an aberration. However, I do think there's been more uh, relative gain for the, the bonus year super senior thing. And I, I think for teams in that middle of the talent spectrum, it takes longer for those players to really hit their full peak of potential. We're at the upper end of the totem pole with Duke and Kentucky, the freshmen, sophomores, juniors, they have a, a more a steeper development curve, I guess. So you see guys like Bancaro take off, you know, soft, freshman sophomores take off quicker and hit that, that that best version of themselves compared to a player who, you know, for Gardner Webb, for example, who who will who will make incremental, gradual improvements as he goes along in his career. Those three-star lower-end recruits. So I think you're seeing just the the cumulative effect of that help the mid-majors in the middle end of the spectrum. Um, and then on the low end of the spectrum, what we're seeing with the SWAC. And the MIAC and the Southland, I can't even explain it. Um, it these They've been com- dominant against the spread all year. Um, that one, to me, I'm still scratching my head on. I'm trying to get to the bottom. I have no idea. Wow. MIAC getting some love on the show today. I love that. Okay. HBCUs, baby. Yes, sir. Uh, get the uh, you know pretty pretty solid day of college basketball in front of us. What do you like best today? Uh, quite a bit. I, my favorite play is I'm trying to follow the underdog macro trend here of finding an example that, that fits that situation i'm looking at 636 ut arlington uh it's a home dog one of the rare ones we've had so far in the season don't usually get many home dogs until we get into conference play just a lot of the buy games early but they are catching i believe two or three right now depending on where you look they're hosting abilene christian home dogs are 28 and 18 against the number this season not a macro trends guy but i think that kind of proves that the, the market's still adjusting to the current environment i'm hoping it's not an aberration in terms of abilene uta Abilene's a different team than last year. It's a new coach. They lost all their big guys that were really the impetus behind that team. So I think UTA has good value here as a dog. All right. And one more as we go to uh, break here. Five seconds. What do you got? What's the last one? I'll take Wright State against Purdue. You've got bet down, but I think Wright State, the Raiders are a feisty dog. Got good size. I don't think they're overwhelmed by Purdue's beast up front. Thank you, Maddie. Appreciate it. Matt Cox. Always a pleasure, Gil. From Three Man Wave. We'll come back. Jeff and I will uh, look at teaser legs, game you want no part of, all the Megapod questions next. Visa and the Sports Betting Network. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named Best Hybrid Mattress 5 Years Running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. All the football and basketball action you need is at BetMGM. Sign up now using bonus code VSIN1000 and your first wager is risk free up to $1,000. When you register with BetMGM, you also get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials from epic touchdowns to spectacular slam dunks. The King of Sportsbooks takes every play to a thrilling new level. Simply download the BetMGM app, uh, the BetMGM app today, that is. We'll take you but a few seconds or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code VSIN1000 to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000 United States dollars. 
Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Skill Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Producer number five and eight. Also the host of Bet Center on the weekends on Saturday. Goes by the name of Jeff Parles when he does that. Curious. We'll look into it. You having a good time doing that four hours by yourself? Oh, no. I had Adam Burke with me this oh, week. We had, a re- we had a really fun that's four right. hours. And, uh, and of course, the uh, the teaser of the week that we both gave out, the Browns and the uh, Raiders, both legs lost by a billion. You know, so if it was you're going really well to lose a teaser, lose like that. Yeah, lose, lose by a ton. <laughs> On both legs. Teasers, teasers got crazy. Let's look at teasers this week. You know, in the National Football League, week number 11, as badly as Here's the thing. Teaser started out like gangbusters this year. The Wong teaser legs, that is, we're talking about. They have cooled off considerably the last two or three weeks, with this past week just being the thud of them all. But as you look at uh, potential Wong teaser legs, now here's the thing. Non-Wong teaser leg on Thursday night, right? Because the Patriots are on the road. But would you tease them down against Atlanta after what you've seen with Baltimore on the road? And, I mean, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't I, bother. I wouldn't bother. I really wouldn't. Um, San Francisco now would be a non-Wong teaser leg on the road. Tease them down basically just to beat Jacksonville. Would you tease them down? I would. I would not. Keep in mind, I had San Francisco last night, both against the number and on the money line, so I'm all about the Niners. Now, here are the Wong legs. Buffalo, tease down from, well, it's not exactly, no, because it's seven. So it's not exactly that. You'd basically be teasing down Buffalo just to beat Indianapolis. But again, not technically a Wong leg. Baltimore's on the road. You'd be teasing them down again to just basically beat Chicago, but again, non-Wongy. Here's one. Stanford Wong, by the way, pseudonym for John Ferguson, who came up with the most plus EV teaser legs over time. Though I will say the road favorites of seven and a half to eight and a half tees down over the last decade have been profitable. But here, here's, here's our first qualifying Wong teaser leg of the week. And that would be the New Orleans Saints on the road, teased up through the three and the seven, eight and a half point, excuse me, seven and a half point dogs at Philly. I ask a question on the Megapod. What's the game you want no part of? This would be the game, Saints and Eagles. But would you tease the Saints in this? Yes, because I think New Orleans is going to win the game. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't. Um... Minnesota, this is my favorite teaser leg of the week. Minnesota at home against Green Bay, two-and-a-half-point dogs, teased up through the three and the seven, eight-and-a-half-point dog teaser leg against the Packers. you got to play that, right? The Vikings have to cover that. You would imagine. You would imagine, but for whatever reason, at least in recent years, the road team has been better than it has been great in that series. Road team won both last yeah. year, but again, COVID road, year. Road schmode. Road doesn't matter anymore, Gil. Doesn't matter. If Minnesota is is anything close to what they're supposed to be, and I get it, their record isn't what they could have been. But eight and a half against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, come on. I'll take that as a teaser leg. Um, this is not quite in teaser leg range yet, but Las Vegas, mainly a one-point dog so it is not quite, we're showing pick them, but it is a, Vegas is a one-point dog. If it gets to one and a half, would you play the Raiders in a Stanford Wong teaser leg? 
Yes, and I'm sure I would be very <laughs> aggravated with myself at about 4 o'clock Pacific uh, time on Sunday. Got to a shot of parlay watching that one. Well, how do you feel now? Um, okay, how about Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks? Long teaser like two-and-a-half-point home dogs against Arizona. We still do not know if it's Kyler Murray or Colt McCoy starting for the Cardinals. Either way, would you like Seattle plus eight-and-a-half at home? No way. Really? No way. See, I, I'm, I'm talking myself into a Minnesota-Seattle teaser leg. Teaser play. R- Russell looked really terrible on Sunday. He did, but it'll be one week further. And he is Russell Wilson still, right? Here's one more option. The Dallas Cowboys, two-and-a-half-point road dogs at Kansas City. Marquee matchup of the week. Cowboys tease to eight-and-a-half, six-point teaser legs we're talking. At the Chiefs. I like that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. In fact, you tucked me into this one as better than better than the Seattle one. So for me, it's Cowboys Vikings. And those are those are the candidates for for Wong Teasel. So there there is plentiful in the end. What is that? We said one, two, three, four current Stanford Wong teaser legs with a possible fifth in the Raiders coming down the horizon. We'll see where that goes. Maybe not. But of those four, I think Dallas, Minnesota. I'll play that. God. I'll go Dallas, New Orleans. God help me on Sunday, right? Dallas, New Orleans. Dallas, New Orleans? Yeah. New Orleans, Philadelphia is the one, and I, I will stick by this. Of all these games, and there's so many that, that scare you, but of all these games, like you have any idea how that game goes? Like If Philly won by 10 and broke your teaser, you wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't shock me. No. I don't think it'll happen, but it wouldn't shock me. All right, let's ask some of the Megapod questions. Again, for those who don't listen to the podcast, the Beating the Book Megapod, which we do on the Beating the Book podcast feed. We do guessing lines. We throw that on Mondays during football season. And then we do the Megapod, Mike Palm, Todd Wishnev, and I from the D downtown with a rotating guest every week. You know who this week's guest is, Jeffrey Barlay? Brent Musburger, the godfather. How about that? He's he's slumming and coming on our uh, on our podcast. Um we ask these questions. We ask, what game you want no part of? For me, it is New Orleans-Philly. What would it be for you on the spread we're talking? It, it, there's a, I would go Cardinals and Seahawks for now just because I don't know the situation with the quarterbacking for Arizona. Well, that makes sense. Uh, that, that, that would be the only one. The second choice, though, which, which will surprise you, would actually be Baltimore and Chicago. Mm. I there's something about Baltimore, as we've talked about throughout this year. Something isn't right there, and what? they finally, they finally got got burned on Thursday against Miami for playing with fire all these games, coming back and winning. Finally, got beat on Thursday, and look, I what we saw from Justin Fields on Monday night was was pretty darn good in the second half against a really good defense. But it's also possible with this Bears team that they could come out and just look horrible against a well-coached team. Well, that's so. the, the other theme, you know, that we're getting in the NFL now is it is a copycat league, as so many like to say, cliche-wise, is there is a script now, a defensive script on how to play the opponent, where in the case of the Raiders, who shun that script, right, instead of going two safeties, they are like, no, we know better, we'll just go one deep. So the Raiders didn't follow the script. The non-blitz of Patrick Mahomes' script uh, with two safeties back, has been what's gotten the Chiefs. Raiders didn't follow that. But with Baltimore, Miami sort of put down the template against Baltimore, didn't they? Which is, we are going to send the house 
We're going to send defensive backs all day long. 24 different plays. Miami sent D-backs on blitzes. And Lamar Jackson had no answers. And in fact, on one play in the second half, they sent four defensive backs. Four. So you would think that Chicago watched that game very closely and will try to mimic some of that at least. Here's the other question. You kind of just may have tipped your hand on this. The big favorite, then the most likely to lose outright. We'll use it as six-point favorites or greater, or six-and-a-half-point favorites or greater. New England on the road at Atlanta Thursday night. That's candidate number one. Cleveland, 10-point favorites at home against Detroit. San Francisco, six-and-a-half-point favorites on the road at Jacksonville. There's a mess of these, by the way. Buffalo, seven-point favorites at home against Indy. Baltimore, as you just mentioned, six, six-and-a-half, let's call it, on the road at Chicago. Tennessee, 10-point favorites, 10-and-a-half at home against Houston. And then finally, the two mark, the two primetime games are both lined at double digits. Oh, that's fun, Sunday night and Monday night. Oh, no, pardon me, just the, just the Monday night game. Tampa Bay, 11-point favorites at home against the Giants. Which is the big favorite most likely to lose outright? You already called your shot there? No, I didn't. Buffalo's the most likely to lose. Wow. Yeah. Buffalo's the most likely to lose. Really? Against the Colts? I'm going to say that it is the New England Patriots on the road Thursday night against Atlanta. Because, again, no one's, everyone's hyping up New England, but it's a short week. No one expects it. I don't know. And, of course, as some people will say stupidly all week, it's a revenge spot for the Falcons for Super Bowl. <laughs> Please don't do that. Uh, I think that's probably the most vulnerable of the big favorites. But I could see a couple of them going. Survivor is going to be a lot more homogenous this week. A lot fewer choices. Everybody's got Tennessee left. A whole bunch of people going to pick Cleveland as well. We've done all we can do. Lombardi line next. Enjoy from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.